What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, use of Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one ain't from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason. Ain't no passing to this left hand side. To the right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now. Somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 46. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, and I'm still coming to you live, kind of live-ish from, you know, the beautiful TV table studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California, another pillowcase production. Uh, this is the uh, 420 episode, so um, it's already we inspired podcast hence meldrick moment the name i hope you got your meldrick so since this episode most likely gonna be released on 420 and a lot of y'all gonna be hearing it for the first time on 420 uh let's go ahead and make this an extra meldrick episode um we can take several meldrick breaks i don't mind i might even throw some in there for you just to give you time to roll up and um other than that got a little bit of shit to talk so let's get right to it i remember back in the day i used to get so excited just to see a booty bro now it's just everywhere you get on tiktok booty booty ass shake ass instagram ass titties ass titties ass titties it's just like i was the excited i'm not excited no more i'm booted out y'all have showed me so much ass i'm numb to it it's like seeing so many deaths you just become numb to it i'm not even excited to see booty no more it's like oh bro you see her ass i just seen 37 other ones this morning 
Okay, it's big. It's an ass. Y'all have took the joy of ass gazing out of my life. And that's something I prided myself on growing up. I used to love to just ass gaze. Now, y'all, I'm just numb to ass. Just keep it, just keep it in your pants, man. Hey everybody, um, hey, I don't usually comment on my, on my, on my audio drops, but you're right, man, I'm, I mean, the torque videos, you, you kinda, it's like, it's like, a torque video is like an accident, you don't really want to look, but it's hard to not look, cause I am kinda getting kinda sick and tired of, like, I mean, but it is ass, oh. Well, I get what he's saying. It is a lot of ass these days. It was... Not that I'm going to stop looking at him, but I, I mean, I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. I'm, I'm with him. Anyway, what's up, y'all? Uh, like I said at the top of the show, this is the 420 episode, so I hope you're smoking. Um, I've been smoking uh, the same strain for about two, at least two, two, episodes now it's a double sour OG and it is amazing so I'm gonna smoke extra double sour OGs just for the night show for you know for the holiday cause it is our you know drinkers got St. Patrick's Day and Thanksgiving Eve and we get Thanksgiving and 420. So, you know, this is one of our two holidays. This is our spring holiday. That's our winter holiday. And um, I like it. Every year, I don't usually remember like what I was doing at a certain time, but 420, like a lot of holidays, kind of memorable. Um, last year for 420, we was at the house. Um, wasn't nothing going on last year for 420. Smoking at the house. Smoking if you got it. Uh, 419, 420 was literally the last day I trimmed and got free weed for trimming, which man, you ain't never got free weed. I guess you don't know what I'm talking about, but ain't nothing like free weed. I guess I guess it's like free beer if you a drink if you drink beer or free well, free uh, dice if you shoot dice. Oh, it ain't the same. You can get as many dice as you want to dice as you can have, but I don't mean you're good at shooting or you're gonna win. But you know what I mean. Whatever your vice is, imagine it for free. So, wow, free weed it was great. That was the best 420 so far of all the 420s. That was a bad, okay, no, nope. I take that back because for 420, was that 2017 or 2018? That's when I did the Vice Land show. So, either way it go, 420s in California have been the best 420s. Like the 420s in Cleveland, you know, it was it's kind of cold. You might have a show, you might not. We tried to have, we, I tried to make sure I had a show most 420s in Cleveland, but um, it's still not the same. 
Like so. And then like tomorrow, 420 here is gonna be all kind of shit. There's all kind of 420 shit. It's like the pandemic is coming just in, is coming to an end just in time out here for people to do more shit and feel comfortable doing shit around people because uh 420 is gonna be multiple celebrations out here. So if you're going to some have fun. Um, I don't know if I'm going. Cause update. Uh, two episodes ago, I ran it about getting told. Last episode, I ran it about the recovery process. This episode, I'm proud to say, I won't be ranting about that. At least that car no more any situations with that car because I'm retiring shorty which is I don't know if I ever told my Melmo's the name you know everybody got a name for their car um, Betsy is the most common name most commonly used name that's the name that you hear your mama say maybe or whoever maybe your father whoever called it Betsy so the last couple cars I done named I had um I had an Eldorado. I called it Eleanor. I had a Mitsubishi. I called it Mitzi. My last car that I was done, well, the car I'm currently driving, or my, my last car, whatever you want to call it. Accurate TL that I named Shorty. I know y'all say, well, how you get Shorty from an Acura TL? Well, we see where you get Mitzi from a Mitsubishi and Eleanor from an Eldorado. But where, oh, where did Shorty come from with an Acura TL? Well, I tell you, ATL. ATL Shorty. Well, my name is Shorty. There you go. Accurate TL, ATL, ATL, Shorty, Shorty, I call the car Shorty, been calling the car Shorty for a long time, and that's just how I do, I, I really, I get that shit from, probably from listening to Richard Pryor growing up and fucking, uh, making animals, humanizing animals and all this type of shit, so I humanize fucking cars, I don't know, so the car is Shorty, so now I'm getting a cord. It's a black Accord, a black Honda Accord, Honda Accord. I don't know. I'll come up with something. I'm, I promise by next episode, I'll come up with something, Melmos. Or, or if you want to put like on my post or in the comments or something, what you think I should name my black Honda Accord? I'm open to suggestions for nicknames. What else I want to get out, get off my chest right quick. You know, when you're listening to music, like on whatever streaming service you're listening to, even if it's the mixtape sites, you know what the best part is? Being able to, this is go overlooked too. Maybe not by, by people that's, you know, into lyrics. But even if you are into lyrics, depending on your age, you might just do this without thinking about how convenient this is but think about this with that little line at the bottom of the 
motherfucking screen and that little ball going from left to right. You hear a motherfucker say some shit. You could put your finger on exactly the second they said that shit and bring it back. That's just... I don't know. I was just thinking about on some high shit. I was just thinking about that ability, like in the, and and it came to like this is. I'm I'm excited to see how it evolves because it's going to evolve. It started out with you had to stop the tape and rewind the tape, and then play. Damn, I went too far. I heard this part right. So you fast forward a little bit. Fuck, that's that's too far. I want to get to a certain part. Boom. Then you gotta fuck it, you rewind again, and you still ain't got to the part, but at this point, you like, fuck it, you just gonna let it play until you get to the part you want to hear the rapper say again. And then CDs made it a little bit faster to get to this point you wanted to get to. Like, you can rewind with the fast forward, the little rewind on the CD, but you still had to hear the and then you heard the rapper again. So, but but that still was uh, leaps and bounds above the motherfucking tape deck. Then these motherfucking iPhone came out and motherfucking iPads came out. And now you could stop on a dime and rewind that shit. It's just, I know it's just not even a new technology. It's been around since whenever iPods came around. But it's just, I just thought about it yesterday. Like, man, that's, that's amazing. As a person that used to have to stop and write down lyrics and stop a tape and write down and stop a tape and write down. You know, now you can just fucking go to Genius or whatever or Google lyrics for this song and boom, you got five, six, seven sites trying to tell you lyrics for songs. Phonetic spelling, all kind of shit. Man, these kids don't... You don't have to do no work. And that's whenever I say these kids, I'm talking about people that I imagine as my age that was that was that's into the shit I was into. So like, if you into lyrics, like I was into lyrics, it's so much easier to be into lyrics these days than without having to fucking rewind and spend a fucking hour. I did that. I wrote down maybe six songs, seven songs off a Rayquan album tape that I wanted. To, I just had to know all the words to, including Wu Gambino, every verse. So I was like, imagine that now. I just, just, just want to hear. I want to rap along this song today. Not only could you fucking learn the words, you can have the words come up as they rapping. Man, t- man, there's no excuse for you, you, for you to lose your battle, your argument, or your debate, young, young uh, lyrical fan, when you're trying to say. So and so is better than so and so, cause y- y'all both can look at the shit. It's like, come on, are you reading what I'm reading? And you don't ever listen to it no more. Are you reading what I'm reading? Your guy can't fuck with my guy. I love that. I love that part of rap. Right now, man. So that's just some, like, like I said, it's just some high shit. I noticed. Like, like I also noticed. How do you say? Whoosh, whoosh. Fuck it up and say it like my mama said. I know she didn't say it right. And she had me saying it like that for years. She had me saying Worcester sauce until I actually picked up the bottle and said, Man, 
whatever you saying, ain't no way. You 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 couldn't you, you can't be using all the letters that they using in this word that you saying in that word. So Worcestershire, I never heard nobody say Worcestershire. So what do you call it? My mama called it Worcester sauce, and I just call it uh, salty, uh, salty sauce, like the salty sauce. That's what it is, as far as I'm concerned. But I'm not saying Worcester no more. I just want to know what it's called. Somebody, somebody, please tell me with with that sauce how you pronounce that shit. I guess I can Google it, but then you lose the interaction with the people. Oh, I got some updates from the last episode too. I should have I should have started off with the updates, but got talking about weed. Anyway, um, on the last episode, I, I damn near made a direct comparison to pedophiles and furries because I said, you know, that guy fucking, you know, that that Elmo doll. You know, at least he ain't fucking no kids. Thinking that, you know, people that fuck dial, Elmo dials or whatever, various stuffed animals might, you know, have a tendency to fuck kids. But then I was I was thinking, well, I know research. I was just thinking, no, that's not. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't put that on them. Because kid fuckers is a different type of evil. Now, stuffed animal fuckers, different type of freak. But not necessarily evil. Kid fuckers completely different type of human being so to all the furries and all the stuffed animal fuckers and all that shit all the inanimate object fuckers around the world period if you caught wind in my last podcast and I said some shit that pissed you off I apologize I'm not trying to to offend the inanimate object fuckers do y'all thing man please keep doing y'all thing leave the walk around pussies for the rest of us that enjoy you know pussies real life pussies um but yeah i just want to clear that up with the um, furry fuckers and also i was talking about taco shells and the dude who had got killed or died eating tacos because they was the real tacos and i mistakenly shitted on el paso i mean uh but yeah el paso tacos and i don't even know if that's a thing but what I did mean the shit on was Ortega taco shells. So, Ortega is the intended target of my rage. Sorry. Um, oh, and last thing. When I was talking, as far as the rant about getting from place A to place B in an hour, I forgot to mention in, in rush hour in LA. That's what I meant when I said you can't go, you can't get 10 feet and back in an hour. I meant during rush hour in LA. So all that would have made a lot more sense last week if I said it. But that's what these corrections are for. So just glad to get that out the way, man. Cause I know it's probably a couple furries that was like, man, what the why you gotta lump us in with those sick pieces of shit? And you're right, man. I apologize for that. And I shouldn't have did that. Uh-uh. What else? This is kind of in the news thing, but I was it's not it's not really news because it was just like a thought when I heard it. Like, okay, news wise, they reported I guess it's news. Fuck it. News wise they reported that Nas is set to make a hundred million 
you know, off his up to upwards of a hundred million off his investment in coin 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 thing whatever the fuck cryptocurrency wallet type shit right and I was thinking and then he also have like ring and all type of shit but then I was thinking he said that basically on his first single investments the stock you know so he he been saying that since he was literally 19 years old so for him to be worth 100 million because of stock should be no surprise I'm really mad at myself because I wasn't taking heed. I'm just rapping along to him, motherfucker. I ain't asked nobody about no stock. Man, nobody. Hey, man. You like Nas? Yeah. When he said that part about stock, what are you talking about? I could have said that, like, I could have said that at least, even if I would say that 15 years ago, it would have been 20 years after he said it. But. Well, 10 years after he said it. But still, I didn't. I didn't. So, whatever. Here we are now. Nas knew about stock. He's trying to tell us. Maybe you listen. I didn't. Shout out to Mel Mo's that's getting stock money. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I'm really trying. Um, oh, this week's serial killer update. This motherfucker. It'd be some sick motherfucker. This dude thought he was uh, a Dracula or a vampire or some shit. And at first, because he like, he didn't, they say he was drinking the blood and, and, and no, not drinking the blood, just biting motherfuckers and making them bleed and make his dick hard and all that shit. And then, and like, and then he started killing motherfuckers. And, but the thing is, they say he hit his victims in the head with a bat or like some type of club weapon. And come on, man, that ain't no Dracula type shit. Dracula was a smooth motherfucker. He got his women with words and and, and you know and some physical shit. You know, a little touching, a little pulling closer. You know what I'm saying? Some little some smooth shit. You know, you ain't Dracula if you bashing motherfuckers in the head. You fucking Captain Caveman or some shit. You got your motherfucking heroes mixed up. Shame on that motherfucker. I, I don't know. I'm glad they called him. He killed a few motherfuckers, though. And then they called him. And then at the end, they're going to say, or everybody lying, and he was just breaking in the women's house and fucking. And the women was leaving the door open on purpose so he can come in there and fuck. It, but how you turn a serial killer, a Dracula, you tell me all these details, and then you going to say, or maybe not. I almost, bought, I almost started to say, man, I ain't listening to this bullshit no more. But then they got, you know, you got other killers. That's you know, motherfuckers be killing. Um, oh, and on that, and the last thing before we get into the news, uh, I just noticed, and actually, this is leading up to the news too, because Black Rob died, right? And he, when DMX died, he put out a little statement because he was already he was legit on his deathbed himself and he put out his statement like you know shout out to the family love to the family peace then he said also I'm fucked up you know I'm in pain I'm hurt I don't got nowhere to stay shit is rough people was like 
and bam, Black Rob, but DMX just died. Hang in there, buddy. And then DMX died. And then the DMX, you know, radio tributes, all the love that DMX expect and deserve and, you know, earned was given. And then this weekend, like Rob died. And I saw like four posts. A couple woes. And it's just like, man, that's it's hard to die a one hit rapper. I mean a one hit wonder. Cause they people the people just don't get that many fucks. Him and him and DMX is the same age. We're rapping around the same time. But Black Rob made some appearances. Oh, some good songs. But a one-hit wonder. Wow. He the, he fair fostered himself, man. So that was kind of fucked up, man. How the people just, you know. DMX, 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 DMX. DMX, DMX, DMX. Black Rock. And no more news. Hey, yo, check one, huh? two. This is Flavor Flavor on Las Vegas Boulevard Live, baby. Hey, yo, this shit is getting out of fucking hand right now, man. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is coming up to me, calling me Lil Boosie on purpose. Hey, Lil Boosie, how you doing? Oh, flavor play. Hey, yo, I don't look like no little motherfucking Boosie, all right? Boosie, look what the fuck you done started, son. You got everybody calling me you now. I don't look like Lil Boosie. I look like flavor motherfucking play. So y'all get it right, all right? Word up, G. Boosie ain't got the stats that I got. Boosie only got the stats that he got. So y'all remember that shit. I'm Flav, motherfucker Flav, not Lil Boosie. Alright, this week in the news. Oh, man. This shit, I don't know, I'm not a street guy. But so I'm not super worried yet. But it's plenty of concern for anybody to be worried. Street guy or straight and narrow guy don't matter. Let's check this out. New York. It then came out with a robot dog. And right now it's it's a dog. Like it got hind legs like a dog, like they shape the legs like a dog, it got a dog-like motion when it walk, like, but it's really just like a, it look like a a bike rack, like a, a moving bike rack with a camera on top of it, so that's all it is, it's to track you down, keep that camera on you, and you know, get the motherfucker, and so that's the, that's the pro, that's the, that's, the, that's the good part about it, not being a real dog, it's not gonna bite you, it's not gonna fuck you up. What it will do is keep an eye on your ass until them people get there. And you ain't gonna outrun that whatever this little robot dog is 
the way you think you is. Because that motherfucker getting hop and all this kind of shit. And obviously it's a robot, but it's 2021. So I'm sure if they got waterproof phones, they got waterproof robot dogs. So don't try to throw no water at it or nothing like that to try to make the camera break. Um, there's really nothing you can do to get around this motherfucker. If, they, if this robot dog thing train on you, it got you. Even if you say you do outrun it, it's a camera on there. So it got you. They're going to find you eventually because they're going to send an army of robot dogs on your ass. So, and then now your face is on the cameras. You go, it's going to be hard to get away. Either way it go, once these robot dogs get involved on your ass. And that's what I say. I'm not worried yet because, like I say, that's mostly for street motherfuckers. But what about when they come out with these police robot ass bumblebees or uh, robot ants or some shit or something smaller that can track motherfuckers down and we don't even know it. We just think it's some regular shit. Robot motherfucking finches. Robot sparrows. Where the fuck those little brown birds are? Because we just see them all the time. So, yeah, y'all laugh now at the robot dogs. We better hope they stop at robot dogs. I ain't fucking around. Robot dog. And you can't, I mean, ain't no way to avoid the dog. Again, you might not get bit, but you can't throw no meat at the motherfucker to deter it either. So, all I said, all I'm saying, what I'm simply saying is, once this robot dog trained on your ass, there ain't no sense in running. Because they coming. In droves. Not necessarily dogs, but some type of form of police gonna be on your ass. Um, this was kind of tragic. Um, high school teacher got killed in a shootout trying to rob what he thought was just a little Mexican dude who turned out to be a cartel member. So him and his brother got shot up. Now he, his brother survived, but he got charged with murder because the cartel motherfuckers came and killed him and the motherfucker he was trying to rob just for being stupid enough to get robbed. That's how much the cartel don't fuck around. You think they coming to save you? Like, thanks, man. This dude was trying to rob me, and then you get shot for getting robbed in the first place. You easily replace it, but we can get somebody else to do your job that's not gonna get robbed by a teacher. So, he must have been easy if a teacher thought he's gonna get away with it, robbing whoever it is. Like, I don't know who this little Mexican dude is, but he got a lot of money. And something about his disposition makes him look easily robbable. But they said the dude had on uh, gloves and a mask and a, a vest. I don't know if it was a bulletproof vest, they didn't specify, he just said a vest. But so he he knew not to come lightly, but he didn't know that he thought he was robbing one dude. Him and his brother thought they was gonna get the drop on this one dude. Mm. So I don't know who to feel bad for the dude or the, the dude that thought well I guess I gotta feel I don't have to feel bad for neither one of these motherfuckers. You a greedy ass teacher. Well, okay, there you go. 
I feel bad for him. I just said it. I just said it. He's not greedy. He underpaid. So that should be a that should be a message to these motherfucking unions and boards and whoever the fucking charge of raising teachers' pays. Motherfuckers out here getting shoot out with cartels just to make rent, and they supposed to be teaching. So something ain't right, and it definitely don't look good for aspiring teachers. Motherfuckers changing their majors left and right, hearing this shit. Fuck them kids. Mm, more tragedy. But, you know, hey, man, stay in the house. Shit, it's still a pandemic. Go out the house, shit happens. Shit might bond. Just like, you know, it's fucked up that you got to stay in the house for shit not to happen. But, hey, man, some people's unemployment ran out abruptly. Some people ain't never get their unemployment in the first place. Uh, motherfuckers still waiting on stimulus checks. It's, it's tough. So tough, in fact. That six people robbed one dude in New York. There was a video of it. And this ain't, you know, people get robbed all the time. But it's not usually by six people. Because if you even was a lookout in that robbery you want to cut so six people got to get a cut it don't matter how much how many punches you threw how many you know six motherfuckers you only need one gun now you would you contribute a bullet everybody brought a bullet to the meeting for the fucking for the for the gun well i want my cut i want my bullets work whatever we robbing from motherfuckers i put in a bullet so I'm, I, I'm guessing they robbed more than one motherfucker. I don't think they they met up. Everybody met up with their bullet and and went to rob one motherfucker and then called it a day. Because, I mean, I mean, it is tax time slash stimulus time. So you don't know who walking around with what. But that's really, really risky for six people to try to split a cut. You, you better know somebody got some money in their pocket if you're taking five people with you to rob this motherfucker. Because you go rob... If six people robbing a motherfucker for $200, you putting... It ain't worth... Ain't none of this shit worth going to jail for, but it really ain't worth going to jail for, like, what's, what's $200 divided by six? Why do I be looking around like it's somebody else in here to answer? It's, a, it's about, like, 50 bucks, not even $40 or something like that. So, I don't know. Matter of fact, Let's have a word from my sponsor right quick. It's the half-ass Muslim show with your host Sharif Abdul Washington. All right, welcome back to another episode of the half-ass Muslim show. Assalamualaikum, assalamualaikum, my brothers, assalamualaikum, my sisters. 
this week uh, on the show, we have a very interesting brother. Um, uh, um, I'm going to let him tell his story. I read it in the notes, in the show notes. And uh, I just had to have his brother uh, uh, come on here and tell his story. So uh, without no further ado, I would like to introduce brother Rashid Malik Johnson. Brother Rashid Malik Johnson. Assalamualaikum, y'all. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum asalam, brother. Now, uh, brother Rashid, um, how long have you been a Muslim? Shit. I mean, uh, excuse my cousin, brother. <laughs> uh, shoot. I just got HBO Max. <laughs> Well, I ain't get it. Somebody gave me their pass, their password, and uh, I got HBO Max, brother, and I watched Malcolm X, and it seemed like <laughs> that brother had his head going on straight, right? And uh, it straightened him out. It straightened him out both ways, you know. It straightened him out, you know. His head got straight, and he straightened his head. So, uh, you know, I was thinking something along those lines. So, brother, so, brother Rashid, uh, what was your name before you saw Malcolm X? Oh, oh, brother, my name was still Rashid Johnson. I just added the Malik because, you know, Malik El Shabazz Malcolm X. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Okay, okay. Well, um, where did you um? Which match did you? Which match did you um? Join since seeing the movie? Oh, brother, I ain't joined no match yet, but I just figured I'm a, you know, I had the Malik, and then I go to Africa, brother. You know. So you think you just go to Africa because you, um, because Malcolm X went to Africa? Is, that's what I'm going to go. Yeah, brother, he went, he changed his, he changed his name to Malik. Next thing you know, he was in Africa. So, you know, I'm waiting on my ticket. What with the problem? I'll keep making me cuss up in there. I can't, I'll, this Muslim, this Muslim thing is tough, brother. Um, have you heard about the Lucky Charm? No, what you mean the Lucky Charm? Don't tell me nothing about no Lucky Charm. All right, um, I think that's enough. This has been the Half-Ass Muslim Show. Assalamu alaikum, brothers and sisters. Assalamu alaikum. I am your host, Sharif Abdul-Washington. And until next week. That was a word from our sponsor.
or a partner at this point? Sponsor or partner? Partner? Hey, partner now? Hey, partner now? They're not a partner. Uh, sister network or whatever the fuck. Um, the Half-Ass Muslim Show also found on Spotify. Um, look for it. Uh, with, your, with the host um, Sharif Abdul-Washington. Alright, picking up kind of where we left off in tragic news. There was a couple of workplace shootings uh, this week. One, one a little bit, you know, more expected than the other. Even though you don't, not to say that you expect somebody to shoot up the job. I'm just talking about the profile of the shooter. That's what I'm saying. Let me make that clear. Nobody expects to get shot up at work. That's not what I'm saying. What I mean, you know, one expected. Uh, what I mean is, okay, one shooter was at, I think it was a cabinet factory. Cabinet factory. I don't know what the fuck the job was. A job, right? But he was a typical, you know, workplace shooter. You know, white guy. Um, been there a couple of years, a handful of years. Probably set to retire from there. Some go wrong, and you know, somebody find out somebody. I ain't get all the deep, all the deep down dive details, but, but you know what? Honestly, I don't even know if it's a white guy. I was just throwing that out there. But what I will, what I do know is that he was an older, middle-aged gentleman. So I'm saying, like, he's been at the job. And shit happens, you know. And uh, yeah, I ain't gonna put that on white guys. Just like I ain't gonna put, you know, kid fuckers and 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 stuffed animal fuckers in the same sentence no more. I'm not gonna. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, what am I doing here at the magic moment? Every equal opportunity fuckos. You know, everybody fuck up. Anyway, especially if I didn't see for sure I was completely, you know, unprofessional and 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 just just shouldn't have did that. I don't know if it's a white guy. What I do know, like I say, been there for a while. And you know, shit happens, I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker up. We heard this story a bunch of times. That's that's what I mean by typical shooter. Typical workplace shooter. He heard this story many times. You know, it could be a workplace romance, it could be fired and lose a pension all kind of shit but then the other workplace shooting that they, that happened dude was 19 19 now I don't give a fuck it happened to be it was a FedEx place whatever the fuck fuck the okay they have benefits whatever but I don't give a fuck where you work at at 19 years old. Unless unless it's some shit that you and it can't be nothing you went to school for because you're 19. So that means you only been out of high school for a year. You, you only went to something, maybe a trade school. So it can't be nothing that important that you went to school for. It could be apprenticeship. I cannot think of nothing at the age of 19 that you can't walk away from job-wise and then get another job. Because you're 19. 
thing. You're going to have, if you go in the job route, right? You didn't go to college. Obviously, you didn't go to college because you're 19 working at FedEx. So, you didn't go to college route. You went the job route out of high school. So, now you got you a job. Not This is not a career. It's a job that you can have for a long time. But if you didn't, you wasn't in eighth grade. Like, man, when I graduate, I'm going to work straight for FedEx. Can't wait to throw that blue and orange on. No. You got a job. Granted, like I say, you got benefits. It's a good job. But you got a job. You got fired from the job. Wow. You're 19. Go get another job. I don't know who pissed this guy off at 19 to have to shoot up to say fuck all the rest of jobs forever. I'm killing everybody at this motherfucking job. That's some serious... And I'm not victim blaming, but I'm just saying. That's some amazing amount of hatred to work up at a job in such a little bit of time that you gotta kill everybody. Or not, but you trying to kill as many people as you can. You didn't go in there to shoot one motherfucker that made you mad. Everybody made you. So, like I say, I don't know what kind of job is that serious where it, it like, number one, if you're 19 and you got a job, that means when you get off of work, you should have plenty shit to do still. You should still have plenty girls to fuck with, plenty homeboys to hang out with, spots to go to, video games to play. You mean to tell me you thinking about work that much that you taking work, you going home thinking about people at work at FedEx? Y'all lift boxes and shit. Ain't another motherfucker that lift boxes can say to me that's going to make me mad enough to want to shoot him. Mad enough to want to fight him, let alone want to shoot him. How attached to this fucking job are you that all you think about is this job and your co-workers after work at 19 years old? So you know what? This guy was just a... He might have been a loser type of motherfucker. But damn. It's easy to say just get another job. But this motherfucker here, I don't know if he should have got another job. He's shooting up this motherfucker. I don't know what he would have did around some fire. Imagine if he worked at McDonald's and he got that mad. So, damn. This fucker. Rest in peace to those people. God damn, no. This motherfucker. 19? I don't know. Damn. 19 shooting up the job. And, like, when people shoot up to school at, like, I don't know, 14, you'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. But you be like, I kind of, you know, people only sympathize. You know, you getting bullied or, you know, people, whatever the fuck. But 19 at work? At, at a job? Not even a career, at a job? <sighs> ain't that much job in the world, man. You know what I mean? You know, it ain't all bad. It ain't all bad. I got some, I got some, some, some better news. Um, jail sex dude um well I said jail sex dude that's the name that's what I wrote down to tell y'all this dude jail sex that's all that's that's vague as fuck no this dude made sex dolls in jail 
and went viral somehow. I don't know who. I, these motherfuckers in jail is getting more cell phone smuggling in than ever these days. Motherfuckers in jail is doing got TikToks and all kind of shit. So anyway, somehow this motherfucker that went viral for making sex dolls in jail and all they are is look like pillowcases and t-shirts and various things filled up with water I don't know what they stuffed them with some other shirts I don't know what it is it's a bunch of you ever seen that, that raggedy Ann doll that got like you can tell it like it looked like it's stitched at every fucking like every couple six inches down the arms and legs and just you could just it's piece by piece by piece that's how these things look they just look and they're not the same color you might have like a red shirt sewn together with or tied up with two white shirts and they all tied together and not sewn because they're not letting these motherfuckers near no needles and shit i can't imagine jail motherfuckers with needles so they're not sewn um, they they it's, it's tied knots, hella knots, um, and that's why I say it's good news because this dude is creative, and when he get out, most people they do they learn these jail skills, learn how to make uh, wine in the toilet and all this shit. They get all these jail skills that they can't translate, but this motherfucker, if he can do all this knot tying and all this shit. And, Man, this motherfucker either gonna be a hell of a balloon making motherfucker and clown. Don't sleep on them clowns. I knew a clown that made three hundred an hour. You do two hours a show, two shows a day, four days a week. You do the math. Anyway, so he can either be a hell of a balloon tying motherfucker or some type of shit with ropes. I don't know what I don't know what type of rope shit is hiring. But when he get out. He gon' he gonna corner that market. He, this is the most not tying rope in this motherfucker. Now, as far as the the, the the sex dial part, I don't that puzzles me. Cause if you in jail and you got a sex dial, and people see you having a good time with your sex dial, they gonna want your sex dial. It's simple as that. You ain't gonna just be in there with the, you ain't gonna. You ain't gonna just be the only one with no sex dial. And you fucking, I'm, I'm, you, I'm fucking dudes and and all the all kind of, all kind of other unimaginable things. And you in here fucking a dial? Look, you coming up off that dial? You gonna make me one? And I, I give him credit. He did make several. It's, he in there with several dials. Cause motherfuckers is gonna want some dials. I don't know if he's selling them or making them to survive, but that's he can he probably wish he shouldn't have did it. Cause now everybody going to sex dial. At least all the big motherfuckers who he can't beat up. So good luck to that dude. So it started off as good news, but then when I think about it, that's terrible news. He could avoid all that by just jacking off like normal. That's all. Just jack off like normal. You don't gotta make no dials. Real life people ain't gotta buy no dials. I'm not shitting on the, I don't, you know, male moles. Y'all might sell that shit. I don't want nobody to stop coming to y'all if they buy sex dials from y'all. I'm just saying, I don't understand it. 
know, something that just, you know, just jack off, man. Richard Pryor said he's jack off so much he knew pussy didn't feel as good as his hand. So think about that when you think about a sex doll. That's all I'm saying. Again, if you sell sex dolls, Melmos, get your money. Hey, if you're buying sex dolls, fuck your dolls. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I don't get it. Me. Usually I lead host of this show. I don't get it. But do what you do, man. Um, and I guess this is news. And then we out to um, some walking down memory lane. Um, Dwayne Wade is bought into the Utah Jazz. And I don't know. I don't know if you're trying to one-up LeBron on white organizations. Because LeBron had bought up into the Boston Red Sox. But it's like a wait and see what's going on with that. Because it's going to take a lot to make Utah cool. I don't know if Dwayne Wade is cool enough to do it. He, He progressive. But maybe that is what Utah needs. Some progressive motherfuckers in charge. But they ain't cool right now. They ain't, they ain't cool to be in Utah. Like, hey, Melmo's in Utah? Prove me wrong. Just show me some pictures. Send me some IG stories. But I imagine it's a lot of trees, um, like plains, mountain type, type range type shits. Um, closing my eyes and I'm picturing a Utah street smart cars a lot of like Avalons and Subarus and Volvos so I don't know I don't know but that's the news This week on that time, I'm going to tell y'all another Lincoln story. Remember last time I told you I had a couple stories with that Lincoln. Um, let me see which one I want to tell y'all. Okay, this one is a little more exciting than the one I had thought about. Um, actually, no, no, I'm stick to the one I want to tell y'all about. All right, because uh, <laughs> it's two that stand out. So I guess I'll just say the next one. Fuck it. It's just a, it's a three-part series. The Lincoln three-part series. Anyway, part two is one time we was in the Lincoln. It's me, Tahid, and what, maybe Rayshon or Tony? Fuck, I can't remember who the third person was. But we was always like three, four deep. But I know for sure it's me and Tahid. And we driving. And... We just out and about in the city. Now, keep in mind, we we some young motherfuckers, and we dress good. We looking good. We feeling good. But we in a '79 Lincoln, 
Town Car or Mark V Town Car. And the motherfucker is long. You got rust. You got yellow hubcaps. This motherfucker is yellow as fuck. It did have a sunroof, though. I remember that sunroof. That nice sunroof. But, um, this motherfucker, man. But we got around. We went to the club. We went to the mall. We went everywhere we had to go in that bitch. We didn't give a fuck. We hollered at girls. And this time that shit came back and bit us in the ass. Cause we hollering at these girls, right? At a light, probably about. Now, have you ever been in Cleveland? You ever been on 105? 105 is a long stretch. It's like, so it's one of the main veins. There's a lot of streets that, you know, go across 105. Superior, go across 105. St. Clair, go across 105. Fucking, um,. What else go across 105? Coming up 105. Just multitude of side streets. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's like the next major street is St. Clair Superior. But anyway, so let's say we meet these girls at the light, two lights before Superior. So now we in front of, which was a drive through at the time, wherever the fuck, down by that area, by like, Whatever that street, I can't think of the name of that street. But anyway, that's where we at. That's where we meet these girls. And, you know, we hollered at them. They laughed about the Lincoln, but we don't give a fuck. We still confident. We, we gonna get them. And, you know, they didn't. They, you know, they didn't, we didn't get them that time. And we, we, we exchanged some what's up and what's happening in Haze. We all had it, but really nothing really came about it. So we like, whatever, whatever, you know, they lost. Nothing that we, not that we disrespected them or nothing like that or said nothing crazy to them. We just pulled off like, damn, we took, you know, we didn't get them. No big whoop. Then we get down towards closer to where we got to go. So we getting ready to go over Tahee's house probably, which is off of Kempton. So we about two streets, three streets back from Kempton at that light. And we noticed that the car is smoking from under the hood. We pull over immediately, which is, as soon as the light turned green, we just bust that left. Because we couldn't, we would have went right, we would have had to go a little farther to make the right on the next street that was right there. So we ain't risk it. We just turned left at the first street that we was at. It's parked on the first corner that we was in. And jumped out that bitch. Door still open. Now we just out of the car. And by now, it's a small fire coming from the very middle of the hood. So we didn't pop the hood or nothing. The fire just kind of burning. Who do we see seconds later pull up at that same light that we were forced to make an emergency left turn at? Those girls from earlier and now it's not like you're gonna not remember the three four dudes in that big ass yellow ass Lincoln that just was trying to talk to you a few minutes ago so when you see said dudes on the corner now we a laughing stock with our big ass yellow ass now bright orange ass smoky black ass Lincoln so they laughed at us. Light turned green. They didn't even go. They were just still 
just there laughing at us. Wait till the light turn yellow a little bit. And then go. Still laughing. And um good news is the fire went out. And uh the car started right back up. And the fire uh, now, the windshield wipers never worked again, but that's a story for later. This time, on that time, when that Lincoln caught on fire. This week on Part of the Tracks, we learn a little bit more about Yusuf the Snail's blind sister. Because, you know, in real life, Yusuf Ali has a blind sister. Shout out to Anne-Marie Peacock, uh, formerly Anne-Marie Gilmore, and her husband Tyrone. But, uh, yeah. And I guess he didn't either forget or didn't know that I had a, a blind sister. I thought for sure that I told him about the time that uh, her and Larry had gotten to it and she drop kicked him and caught him off guard. And we like, how didn't you see that coming? Like, we can see how she didn't see shit coming, but how didn't you see that coming? Anyway, yeah, my sister, she blind, but she accomplished. She she the most decorated blind person in our town. She got the, she won three Street Fighter tournaments in a row. I don't know how. And she the first blind barber in our town. And first blind you be a driver. Go figure. All right, before COVID, it was comedy. Round of applause for all my likers, subscribers, followers, retweeters, tell other people about us, get somebody to listen to us, 
All of y'all that fuck with me. All the Melmos. His applause is for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Almost, we have come to the end of the 420 episode. So, I hope I gave y'all enough time to smoke two or three blunts. This show a little longer than an hour, two or so. Yeah, definitely could have got three metrics in by the time this show went off. Um, yeah, man, had a good time with y'all. Cleared up some uh, some shit from the last episode. I thought, I think I got everything. Uh, obviously I'm gonna listen to this and be like, fuck, now I gotta clear this shit up next week, but um, other than that I feel good about this episode, I hope everybody made it to the end uh, cause like I say my, I, I've been told my voice is silky smooth and, and laid back, putting my to sleep so if you fell asleep halfway through and then woke up and had to catch back up, hold on, we gonna let you catch up, we gonna let you catch up, hold on Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. Shit, I told you we gonna let him catch up. Uh, I see him. I see him. Come on, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the end of the show with the rest of us. But yeah, like I said, man, um, before I get out of here, I just want to say this, man. I've been, I don't know what made me think about this this week, but I was thinking, like, how the rappers be talking about um, fucking everybody, bitch. And uh, I kind of touched on this before, but I was just talking about how they really feel about they, bitch. But I want to take it from another angle. Um, it's not, it's not that cool. Fucking somebody else, bitch. Like it, it's cool in a rap, but. And I'm not. I'm not saying that from the boyfriend who is, you know, his his girl is your bitch. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying from the dude fucking the yo bitch. And I'm only saying bitch in this context because I'm talking about the phrase fucking your bitch. They don't say fucking your lady, fucking your girlfriend. But they might say your girl. But you for for the sake of this conversation, your bitch. No offense to the women, but talking about the bitches anyway. So I've been there, of course, before I met Jill. Why would I even say this out loud if I if it wasn't before Jill? But anyway, and honestly, now I did it twice when I was younger and when I wasn't as young. When I was younger. Yeah, it was funny. Because it's like, especially if you know the dude, it's almost like a competitive thing. Like a... Yeah, yeah, you might got the Jordans, but your girl's over at my house. Whatever, when you, you know, 20, 22. But then when you get older and get a conscious, or more of a conscious than you had when you was 22, especially regarding that situation, you'd be like, I mean, 
it's good. I mean, she is going. She is doing a lot of stuff. She's living out her fantasies that she probably she probably doing stuff that she's enjoying that she don't enjoy with her own boyfriend. So this is great on that end. It you know sensationally it feels great, but mentally it feels terrible. You be like, man, I can't be. And then you see them on their fucking little social medias all hugged up and loved up. And you're like, man, you was just over here. That's some, that's some bullshit. And you just, not that you're jealous, but you just feel bad for the dude. At least I do. I don't know. Everybody don't. I don't know what I would be like. Because, like, I'm going to get to that the next thing I say. Just put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And when I was doing that, that was before I was, you know, preaching that message but that's a perfect you know I didn't put myself in homeboy's shoes otherwise I wouldn't have fucked this girl I'd have been like nah man you cool but you know I can't do that nope went right ahead and fucked old girl but several times but you know shout out to them they I think I think they still thriving I don't have no idea you know I ain't checked on her and how long me and Jill been together? Going on five years? This the fourth calendar year or whatever? 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Well, it's really like five. When you, when, you, when you say it like that and, and put a finger for each 17, rest of 17, 0, 18, 19, 20. You're already on four different numbers right there and now we at 20. Anyway, it's before all this. And so now living by but the same thing I'm telling y'all which is please treat people like you want to be treated please put yourself in somebody else somebody else's shoes unlike I did back back then when I did that um please man I'm telling you man it's cause cause then you don't got no guilt um she ain't got no guilt and just that little bit of thing is is make the world a better place. Ain't nobody got no guilt in the whole world. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that because they put themselves in somebody else's shoes and now they ain't got to feel guilty about doing some bullshit because they didn't do no bullshit to nobody else. They don't want nobody to do no bullshit to them. Real easy, man. Real simple, man. So, that's it. Good pod. I think. A couple disclaimers I had to, to throw out there today, but you know the 420 episode I'm extra high man so that's where extra words come from I ain't even had that many topics and I still stretch this episode over an hour that's just that's thanks to the weed man thanks to the weed alright alright y'all till next time go browse be safe we out